0: Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello everybody, welcome to Chat of the Wild. In this season, it's Zelda season. So we're playing a new Zelda game, and that Zelda game is The Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass for the Nintendo DS system family of products.
1: Consumer-grade entertainment. The dual-screen slash developer system slash... Developer system. The third pillar? The third pillar.
0: Yeah, our our third pillar of Nintendo. The elusive
1: third... Do we have two pillars anymore? There's just one pillar now, right?
0: Yes. It's pretty stable.
1: stable.
0: Turns out out one pillar, pretty stable. (laughs) It's
1: a stable pillar.
0: So, it's a new Zelda season. That means we got to talk a little bit about it beforehand just to see. But I think I already know the answer to a lot of this stuff. BC, have you
2: ever played this game? I have never played this game. I barely, like, I was aware that this game existed, but all of, um, I think it was after Four Swords, um, that I just kind of gave up on following (laughs) all the random offshoots. Uh, so I, I never played Minish Cap before we played it for the show. Didn't play Spear Tracks, didn't play Phantom Hourglass.
0: I'm sorry. I got it. Offshoots. Offshoots. (laughs) This is a mainline Zelda game. I mean, so was Minish Cap.
1: Is it? Yes. I mean, I I would argue that this one is more so than the ones that Capcom was allowed to make, but yeah, you know, they're, I always thought they were mainline.
2: I don't know. That's not a judgment of the game. That's just me saying like, it wasn't on the flagship system. So to me, it was kind of an offshoot.
0: Do I need to bring up the sales numbers of the Nintendo DS? Oh, no. <laughs> no, we
1: all know. We all know. Especially by by 2007 that thing was just just moving along. Do I need to show you the commercial
0: of Beyoncé playing the Nintendo DS? <laughs> there's a commercial of Beyoncé playing DS. She like, yes.
1: yes, she's is playing she, Brain Age, I believe. Is Brain Yeah, that's right. Okay.
0: Anyway, <laughs> Brian, have you ever played this game?
1: Yes, I I have I have played this game. Um yeah, when did this come This is like summer 2007. So yeah, yeah, I think I I have weird feelings about this game. I I think I liked it at the time uh and I enjoyed the controls, but yeah. It was just disappointing as someone who loved Wind Waker so very, very much and thought it was one of the best Zelda games that ever, ever happened. Um, yeah. So I was like sort of hot and cold on this game.
0: Fair. Um, I I've played this game. I bought it when it came out. I don't recall if I beat this game or not. Mm. But that may have something to do with how un remarkable like the story is and everything if I if if I remember correctly oh, oh yeah. it did it just doesn't stand out that much in terms of story um but I remember watching uh, it may have been like eth uh, some Nintendo press conference where they were showing this off about how you can play a Zelda game with one hand on a stylus. And that's all you needed to do it all. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was Michael Damiani from Easy Allies came out on stage. Uh, he was not part of the game trailers at that time, but he eventually went on to there and did a lot of stuff with them. But I believe he came out on stage as, the, as their show, because he did. He worked in like the, the forums, the official Nintendo forums, and was hey, like, a, you know, like a, a player in that.
1: 2063, man, different time, different place.
0: Yeah, and I was skeptical the whole time, I was it wasn't one of those things I was excited about. Ooh, uh, especially with the D, which is a lot saying with the DS because I adore the original DS. It's it's still one of my one of my favorites. 3DS is still like my top tier Nintendo system like the switch is getting up there there aren't enough zelda games on switch yet for it to dethrone that true um there's still still so many more zelda games on 3ds um including the ds the fact that you can play all those ds games Um, and triforce and yeah uh (coughs) and i just yeah i i i was not blown away by this game and we'll we'll get into it uh, as soon as soon as we start playing the game about that more because I, I
1: I would have seen that E3 press conference too and I walked away just completely hyped on it. Um, it looked like a lot of fun to control with the stylus. Uh, I was ready to play an entire Zelda game like that. Um, and the writing on the maps I thought was going to be the coolest thing because I had always wanted to do that. I'd always wanted to to take notes on previous Zelda games. And Mm -hmm. so, the ability to just take whatever notes I wanted, I thought, would be a huge boon for the game. And we'll see on some of that. But yeah, I was ready. I was absolutely ready to play this game.
0: So, let's go ahead and jump into it. We start this game up, and we are retold the story of Wind Waker, basically. Uh, with, with a few flourishes here and there of of talking about certain characters about their their beauty and how brave they are and all of the stuff that wasn't necessarily like, you know, spelled out for us when we actually did that adventure ourselves.
2: It felt like the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead of Wind Waker <laughs> uh, well, because you, I, you have Nico telling what he assumes was the story. Yeah, he so gets some like, things wrong. Yeah. But then you realize it was Nico. So he was in like the ship hold watching, like swinging for ropes the entire time we were saving the world. So he true. doesn't really get it.
1: very true. I didn't think about it like that. I I was just happy to see Nico. Uh I realized right. throughout the course of this that like, you know, hi, pirates. I'm not going to get to see you for very long. Oh, uh, I, yeah. I think I pretty much only just care about Nico and Tetra. Never mind.
0: Right, they're the they're they're the ones with actual character. Yeah, in, I was like, there's so the, many friends
1: those. here. Why can't we play with all of them? I've got Nico. I guess I only like Nico. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Nico and Tetra. <laughs>
0: it was just because he has this, like I said when in the Wind Waker. It's because he's got a great voice clip, right? Like that's what makes him stand out so much more.
1: I mean, we hang out with him the most. He's a total dope. Uh, he doesn't understand at all how like the ship works or life works he's just he's just the guy at the bottom and he's like hopefully they'll send me someone to stand on uh, for a little while
0: right so we get told this story and then we go up on deck uh and we see is there and we we're we're basically rushed through what they're doing right now i'll i'll, I'll give you three guesses it's looking for treasure. Okay. Like they're pirates. That's what they do. They're looking for Mm. treasure all
1: the time. I see. I thought, Oh, go ahead, BC.
2: Oh no, I, I, I was just going to say that like, I was so pumped when I saw like Tetra front and center for like this game. Cause I love Uh, Tetra as a character. She's a great character. So excited to be back in the wind waker verse. So yeah, real hype. Uh, Most of them are talking
0: about how, you know, they're looking for a ghost ship and Tetra making me like her even more is the skeptic of the group who's Mm -hmm. just sort of like, there's no such thing as ghost ships. But it's like we're even like uh, we've been on ghost ships actually yeah, yeah they're totally real you've talked to ghosts like why wouldn't there be like ghost ship is not that far fetched in this world necessarily like she kind of stands out in that way where she's the one that's just like no it can't be a ghost ship and I'm like why can't it why could it not be a ghost ship that we're after
1: I mean are we hunting down a ghost ship are we hunting down treasure Uh, like I thought we were on this uh, you know five year enterprise mission like we're out here looking for um, for new islands, uh, a new Hyrule to establish. Um, like we're going onward to create our own future. Like, our, our, our is it our within our jurisdiction to hunt down a ghost ship? I guess we're maybe. just doing
0: this. We're just doing this on the side. It just no BC.
1: That doesn't make it a spinoff.
0: We're just uh, we're uh, just uh, taking a side trip while we go do our thing. We'll
1: edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just like, I don't. I don't know if this is, like, our job right now, guys. I guess, you know, Picard would probably just dive right into a ghost ship. But much like Link does. But we don't have the, like, ghost ship grabbing item yet. So we, you know, we don't do so great.
0: No. So as they're talking about this, the ghost ship shows up. Um, it's, It's this creepy looking thing that just comes right to the side of us. And Tetra is just like, I ain't afraid no ghost ship. And then jumps onto there. And then we just hear a scream. hmm That's it. Link runs away, runs after them, jumps onto the ship, tries to jump on the ship, loses his grip and falls. hmm This is the intro to this, because then we see Tetra in a, in a weird sphere, in some kind of celestial space thing or something like that, just being like, save me, Link. And that's the start to our adventure.
1: Yeah, the the sunken place shot basically.
0: Yeah. Kind of. Yeah.
1: Um, um I was I was really upset because we get to hear we hear this giant high pitched scream and I was like please please cut to Nico. Please cut to Nico. Please just like like play it off as like one of the pirates made that noise or something. But no, that was Zelda actually getting kidnapped or something. Lightning strikes and yeah.
0: I want to say, uh, you know, just before we actually start playing the game, what I saw in here, uh, booting this game up, starting it, seeing all this, hearing this music, it reminded me of like a movie you watched when you were a kid that you have rewatched on DVD. But then one day you found the VHS and you played the VHS and you're just like, how were we okay with watching things on this format (laughs) where this this game is visually and in terms of audio grainy, like everything about it is grainy. And it's very strange.
2: The grainy aesthetic is in right now, let me tell you. But still, like, there's something about it visually. Like, Link's head is round in a way that is unsettling. I yeah. don't know how to explain it, but it just, like, visually, some of the shots, like when it's like looking at them from the side, make me uncomfortable.
0: They tried their best, and I applaud them for being able to transfer this style into such a small game and they do end up creating a large adventure out of it you know this isn't this isn't just like some small thing that you get like two dungeons out of here or something like that um like you know they had to make some shortcuts here and there but we are getting a full zelda adventure out of this now in terms of story and all of that it's like eh they did go a bit too gimmicky on this though they it's not like they're gonna go less gimmicky on the next couple games um this is really where i think making gimmicks in zelda started and we do get like a good wave of for like six years after this where the main zelda games were very gimmicky um when we get to uh spirit tracks and then when we get to skyward sword very heavy on gimmicks to try to like sell the systems well, so, that they're on
1: yeah yeah so were the, the systems were heavy on gimmicks as well yes or at least yeah. packed full of any gimmick you might ever want to use
2: yeah we're gonna see some gimmicks in this game <laughs>
1: i assure you season season of gimmicks
0: uh so like i said we fell off of that ship yeah. and we and that's landed that's it on that's it yeah. our friends
1: are gone They don't know where we are.
0: We're not going to see any of those pirates for a while.
1: I know, yeah. I was making jokes about, like, they're all talking to each other, and I was like, come on, men, we've got to say as much as we can before we disappear from this narrative.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lake washes up on an island, um, West Merkay Island, and we're greeted by a fairy. Mm. Uh, Fairies were not a thing like they are here in Wind Waker. Uh, you know, the fairies that we were used to before looked like little angel people or weird aliens. Mm. And this looks like the fairies from Ocarina.
1: Yeah, yeah. Weird um, aliens. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, I'm not... I, I love the design, but they didn't look like people. Um, So, so we, this fair uh, makes
1: us up in a very calm, collected manner.
0: Before we actually stop at everything... BC, what did you name your character?
1: Oh yeah,
2: uh, oh yeah. I named my character Paul Wall. Um, <laughs> all right,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brian. What did you name your character?
1: I mean, it's I farted, right? Like uh, we okay. we did not see that coming. Uh, it didn't work out as great in Twilight. Uh, yeah, in Twilight Princess. But going back to uh, the Wind Waker universe seems to. Just work wonders for I farted and uh, his band of jovial, fr- uh, I don't know, adventurers. Because I've been getting all sorts of good ones. So, so mine,
0: I did. I I went the otaku route where I was like, all right, what do they call Link in, in Japan? And got w- got sent down this rabbit hole where they actually sort of like base it on the American uh, English pronunciation. Where uh, in Japan he is Rinku. And so I had to look up like, okay, what is the katakana for that and put that in there. And it's just not, it turned out like not to be as cool as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you have like an upside down tattoo now?
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. It's um, just like, it just somehow that happens.
0: It just, it, it weird. I was woke you, up one day.
1: You, you go to the right websites and all of a sudden you're at a tattoo parlor.
0: Yeah. Let me tell you about Gundams. No. Um, <laughs> Anyways, fast forward back to where we were. I'm gonna hang on. Do we know the name of the fairy? I need to know this.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I've been calling her Cella. because it has that like Italian ci uh vowel. Uh,
0: yeah. And just...
1: So I don't know. It it like oh. I don't know. It, it's so, C I E L A. So.
0: I, I was saying Sila, mm-hmm. but I'm I uh, and I immediately tried looking it up where I'm like, is this a play on words? Like, you know, I we have had, no we had, idea. We had Navi, which is for like navigation. Um, Majora's mask was tattle and tail, and coral. The, this is, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure we might be missing something. Uh, let us know on Twitter if, uh, if we're missing the name of this. Um, but But, she wakes us up telling us, Hey, uh, listen, you laid it up on this island and, um, maybe I can help you, but we really got to go talk to grandpa.
1: Maybe I can help you. No, like I'm, I'm going to help you. I'm going to invite myself on your adventure (laughs) at every single turn where you Um, could go off alone. I will jump in.
0: (laughs) Now here's the thing. Do we play as Link in this game or do we play as Sila or whatever?
1: Cela? Good question. Uh, because question.
0: Our in- the only way we interface with this game is by touching the screen. And when you do that, the fairy appears there and Link follows the fairy. And mm-hmm. you could say, like, Link chooses of his own accord to follow the fairy, but. I, I don't know, maybe we don't actually control Link in this if you really think about it. I'm not going to spend much more time thinking about it, so that's okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, just another example uh, that the Wind Waker timeline should truly be the puppet timeline. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So, uh, we go and follow her up to a hut. She she says, he's in this hut here. And then, uh, interesting thing about this game is, you know, we haven't had this... Up to this point we have two screens now and this game does effectively use these two screens like we always have a map up on the top there Uh showing like where we're going and all of that and we do get introduced to the idea of being able to hit a button or you can press like down on the D pad. Um and down or up on the TV, I can't remember which one. Uh, but that brings the menu down for you to draw on, and you can circle little things and make stars and write down codes or whatever you want on there. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be a a big gimmick of this game, in my opinion, the best gimmick of this game. Uh, there is a worst gimmick of this game, which I don't think we'll get it's to. In this also episode, the but... map,
1: <laughs> the best and worst thing about this game is the map.
0: Well, what do you, what don't you like about the map?
1: um the the type of puzzles it lends itself to when they're like we got to use these maps for puzzles and and the fact that it necessitates handing you a map at every single turn um because that you need the map to do map puzzles so there is the there is the versatility of the blank canvas uh of at the, well the map canvas really that you can make any note that you want on it and it makes things so much better. But then there's also the fact that they have to use it as a, as a mechanic puzzle mechanic.
2: I don't know. I, uh, as soon as I figured out you could draw on the map, I wanted this in every single game I play. Yeah. Any game that has Mm -hmm. a mini map, Mm -hmm. I want to be able to annotate it. Like if exploration is part of the game. Let me annotate the map. That's it.
0: Fortunately, uh, with Breath of the Wild, they gave you pins. Uh, I'm playing the game Genshin Impact right now. They let you put pins on the map, and it's like I just love that in general. I need um, more than a
1: hundred pins in Breath of the Wild. Well, sure. I've, yeah. I I ran out of pins a long time ago.
0: Um. Anyway, we go and talk to Grandpa, aka Oshus, like Ocean. Maybe I guess.
1: Okay, I was calling him Oshus. <laughs> shoes. I'm like, oh, shoes. Oh my god, shoes. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> oh shoes. <laughs> um, and he basically says, "Uh, yeah, I can help you get off this island in a way by like giving you information. There's this guy that might be able to help you. His name's Linebeck. Uh, go, go find him. He's over at the port. Uh, we go, go BC.
2: Yeah, but not before telling us that no one ever returns from the ghost ship, and you shouldn't follow it." <laughs> I think not, I not, yeah,
1: not before just telling us that we're living our life wrong and that we need to just not do anything <laughs> uh because everything is dangerous <laughs> everything we ask him is no that's that's hard that's dangerous like, i gave him a pass okay, great, like, Paul. you don't know who i am and that's okay um so i'm not gonna explain why I'm I'm fine to go on ad- adventures, but um yeah, no. He's he's real he's a real downer about everything.
0: Now, if we go and take the path uh that the, it seems like the shortest way to get to the port, the bridge has been destroyed. There's an earthquake that happens just as we walk towards it. And then when we get there, the bridge is in pieces. There's a mm-hmm. woman hanging by it and she's like, "This happens every week." <laughs> just like Maybe we'd build a different bridge, but what are you gonna do?
1: Use some use some bigger Legos. Uh,
0: if we go if, a different way, no, if we way,
1: had left when you know, if we hadn't gone and talked to the old man, we could have made it across the bridge, and we wouldn't have had to gone into that dangerous area. Um, that we're gonna have to go into now. Uh,
0: well, if you go into one area, there are a bunch of um chews there, and um the fairy goes and says. Oh, it's too dangerous. We can't be here. And really it's like I could roll past all these things. It's fine. I you I, know, I could pick up stuff and chuck stuff at them if I wanted to. It's fine.
1: Uh, yeah, I I just walked, yeah, past them. It's yeah, exactly. It, you know.
2: I think the implication here is that it's dangerous to go alone. So. Mm, mm. Well,
1: I'm not alone. I have a ferry. So. Oh. True, true. We all do it differently.
0: <laughs> but if you go up <laughs> ahead uh, a certain point, you will have those little, little thin trees that mm-hmm. we had in Wind Waker that you need a sword to slash to get through. So Fine. regardless of if you're brave enough to go past these chews, uh, you literally get blocked by trees at some point.
1: So we have to go find the old man's uh, sword locker. I had closet. a little trouble
0: figuring this out just because I didn't go to the right area. Like, I just kept overlooking it. And I went back a couple places and then eventually saw, like, oh, there's a cave with some barrels in front of it that he just tried to block people from going into. Yeah,
1: that happened to me, too. Um,
0: You go in there. You get Oshu's sword. It's literally just his sword. It's not yeah. like... Oh, the island sword, or you know, any just a sword. It's just like, no, you took this. It's got his name on it, but it's ours now because that's the law.
1: Just, just kind of r- <laughs> rub the sharpie off of it,
0: right? <laughs> Hang
1: on, let me get a rock and just rock let me and some, just scrape this let me off. I get a new piece quick. of masking tape for this.
0: Oh, actually, no, my name when I put it in, it was Oshu. I'm Oshu, so this is my sword. Uh, we when we walk out, Oshu's just like. Alright, I give up. You just gonna take your sword take my sword and leave anyway, whatever. You shouldn't just do go. that.
1: <laughs> That's bad.
0: It's so weird where the fairy is talking to this this guy, his grandpa, and about like in 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 her view she looks very fondly at him or is this like, oh, he raised me and all this stuff. And oh, just like this grumpy old guy that is just like, why would you ever do anything but stand with the staff yeah. in
1: your house? <laughs> See, OK, I have this head kick because we're going to get to the next part of town and we're going to go look for Linebeck or Beck or however you want to say it, however you want to say it. See, he's like what? He's like an ocean freighter, so I figure he's got like a, a commoner. His name's probably like John Linebeck. Um, no, no, he's
0: he he <laughs> is the 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 puckish rogue. You know, Linebeck is not his real name. Mm. It's the name that he gave himself he's to make himself Han sound Solo. even grander. Uh, he's, he's he's wind wakers, Han Solo.
1: Han Solo doesn't fake ankle injuries. Um, and anyway, so. <laughs> We get to we get to town and uh we have to go look for him in, in the milk bar and there's even adults in there that we're, are like
0: we're gonna skip it. I'm gonna take a break before we get to
1: that. Okay, okay. But there's even adults in there that are like, hey, you shouldn't do that. That's dangerous. You're just a kid. You need to, you know, don't do that or whatever. And I'm building this headcanon that that this is a uh a, a Fujibayashi game. Um and I'm getting the idea that like all the adults in the room are like, You need to make the Zelda game like this. Oh no, the DS is this terrifying new monster of a system we've made. You can't make it too hard for them, or you gotta do things this way, or you gotta do stuff this way, or don't forget to make it a little easier. What I wonder if he just made a, a game where like all the adults are like telling you no. The entire time. <laughs> God, now that you say
0: that, yeah, I am picturing that there was just going to be this bigger game where he wanted to make his own sort of thing, where he's just like, "Yeah, I want to make my own Wind Waker on all this stuff." But then, like they they were just saying, like, "No, you have to make it touchscreen. You got to put touchscreen." He's like, "Well, I'll do this little thing with touchscreen," and they were like, "No, everything mm. must be touchscreen." <laughs> and yeah. it just turned into that, where like they they had these other plans for doing all this stuff. They want to do something interesting, but it wasn't enough. And they were they were coming down
2: on him. Just be like, more touch screen. As someone who didn't know going in that this was a touch screen only game, <laughs> I I was just mashing buttons trying to figure out, okay, oh, no. h- how do I move that isn't this? Surely there's a menu where I can turn this off. Surely nope. I'm not going to have to hold the stylus for the entirety of this game.
1: Nope. Well, no, you can get your, uh, your little thumb pad out. That came yeah, with that's the original it. DS.
2: <laughs> it moves the it moves the map up and down, but that's it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I forgot to mention uh when
0: we before we got the sword, we had to put in the special code, the code being how many palm trees are on the beach, and then you write the number <sighs> on the sign to do that, which is like it could be like it'll be used in some interesting ways where it isn't just like a single code that you have to put in, but it is like a symbol that you need to draw yourself, which is like I'm kind of into. But at the same time, it's just it's just weird and kind of clunky the way they they prompt you to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Chat face. One of our listeners was like, this guy's got a magic sign that makes a password that will unlock anything if you draw a picture on it. And he picks a seven. Okay, All right. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe something a little more elaborate.
0: So we have our sword. We can actually go on our adventure now. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll get back. We'll talk about more of Phantom Hourglass.
2: Hi, we're Ellen, Steven, and Mark, hosts of Nice
1: Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk gaming and game development. Topics
2: include programming, design, tools, and more. We also do interviews and in one of our game jams.
1: Listen to Nice Games Club
2: wherever you get to your wherever you get to your podcast. You get there, <laughs> or
0: at
1: nicegames.club. Hi, I'm Ray, and this is my friend Alex. Hi, and we do a show called No More Whoppers. Between us, we're as old as four RPG protagonists. And now, Alex will give us a funny anagram for the name of the show. Uh, big old knockers. Uh.
0: Join us every month or so on the
1: Greenlit Podcast Network.
0: Okay, so we have our sword. Let's go cut things with it. We go back around where the shoes yeah. are. Uh, how, how do you guys feel about uh, attacking? Like, I don't mind. I don't mind tapping on the enemies to jump at them. But swiping is weird. Also, I've got a screen cover on my bottom thing, and so the outside has a little divot that sometimes the tip of my stylus gets stuck in, mm. and so it's like it's sounds kind like of a... like annoying to do stuff. And I'm tempted to just actually remove that thing. Yeah, I mean I've had like that system problem. forever. Yeah, I, I'm think just put it out there. I think it's amazing.
1: I think it's amazing. I really wish I could do it right now because I have I have to play on a mouse uh, setup right now. <laughs> Cause my my best laid plans went awry, so it, it's nice I can hold a controller though, and and have access to the shoulder button. But uh, yeah, I've got a mouse and it and it works okay. But I I love playing this, the act of controlling this game with the stylus. I think it's great.
2: I'm not a fan of having to slash. Uh, tapping with the stylus, tap attacking, like Jeremy said, great. Uh, once I figured it out how to roll, I can roll like fifty percent of the time when I want to.
1: Mm. Um, Gives
0: me like a thirty percent.
1: I'm way. I'm down in like ten with (laughs) mine. Making the mouse do that is really tough.
0: Yeah so we go ahead, we go into a cave, we gotta solve some puzzles where we look read some stones and they say the first clue is that it's second from the right and the third clue is that it's fourth from the left and then the last clue is this and they don't give you everything and it should have been straightforward but for whatever reason I read it wrong the first time <laughs> and I felt so dumb because I was like this is the first puzzle and I read it wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm so disappointed with myself.
1: Um yeah I didn't have I didn't have words to describe these puzzles 15 years ago um when I played this game and was like there's just something about them that I hate and they're alundra puzzles they are they're like you know the this guy hit this switch this many times or that switch you know on the right and whatever and write them all de- now you can take notes so you should write this down Whereas I just want to take notes for whatever I feel like taking notes on.
0: The red boat is traveling 40 knots northeast and the blue boat <laughs> oh, is traveling 50 kids. knots. Let's, well,
1: let's <laughs> bounce the <laughs> equation. All right. What do we have over here? Uh,
0: Yeah. So we get through all of that. We get some chests, get some keys, um, and we make our way out to the other side. When we get there, there's, a, there's another woman that's just like, oh, hey, kid. Did you see that the bridge is fixed?
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks. It's just like,
0: cool. That just took him that long to fix it. If, if um, we'd
1: gone a half hour earlier or an hour later, we would have saved all of that. Oh, no, you're going to die.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, We go to the port. The guy at the port says, like, oh, you're looking for lineback? Yeah, he was at the bar. Milk bar, sorry. ready yeah. D e for everyone.
1: Yeah. He also um, said that ship is hot did he
0: did he say it? He was, oh he, he is was into that
1: ship it, oh
0: and, oh okay yeah i thought i thought you meant hot like it was stolen
1: oh no 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 like just, just could a be fine vessel could yeah be. we haven't ruled that out yet yeah um you seem to think he's this master suave rogue but i don't know i don't know i i think that's his boat his dad gave it to him
0: That is the character they are trying to establish him as. I'm not I'm not over here. I'm not a linebacker stan, okay? Oh okay, okay, okay I do have a little figure of him, but that's because it came in a gotcha pack where I didn't get to choose what it was anyway. Um I do I do remember liking him in a way at the end, but not like because I like who he is. In a way. In 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 this in the game. Like he's he's not the worst.
1: I find I find him likable, but but in spite of himself <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. um yeah we um go to the milk bar he says lineback isn't here he said that he was going after some treasure that's over in our temple that we have on this island
1: don't go there it's dangerous you,
0: don't, you you're a child you're not allowed to go
1: there you shouldn't even be in the bar get out right all of that stuff they kick us out of the bar practically
0: uh, we run up to the temple now this is this is where it is nice along the way we come across some things that we can't interact with yet, but it's very easy to jot it down on our map to say like "Hey, there's something here It's oh. also very easy to to erase things too so there's some games that I play where like you can put pins down, but then there's also like after you get the treasure, remember that to go back in your menu menu and delete that pin so you don't forget a dozen hours later oh. you'll come back and be like. Oh wait, I I have put a note here. I don't remember why, and it's like because I already got it. So it's pretty easy to just like be like, I'm done. I did that one. So I like that.
1: This this area that we're going to is easily the best area in the entire game. And this is I'm also glad the, you like it. <laughs> this is also <laughs> we'll be back. the the spot that every single reviewer and like show. And, and you know, magazine, if there were any left at the time, were like, I hate this part of the game. You have to keep coming back here. Shut up, Scrubs. It's the best part of the entire game.
0: Yeah, but we, we don't necessarily see that just yet.
1: Not yet. Not yet.
0: We get into there, and there's a bunch of dead bodies. Now, these look exactly like what we would deal with Stalfos, where they would just, like, get up and fight us. But instead, it's more like Dark Souls bodies where they just are these spirits that are like,
1: yeah,
0: let me tell you how I died. Um, And I wish I had notebook
1: paper. (laughs) I should have had a number two pencil. Uh,
0: We get into there and uh, we this is where we see Linebeck. Um, Mm. He's hanging out in the middle of this room. Not dead. Not dead. Which is important. Yeah. uh, Because we did think, oh, yeah, when we first got in there, we did think one of the bodies were lined back, one of the the skeletons. Uh, But it's not. So we get in there. He's fine. But he says, like, hey, kid, I hurt myself. I need you to do this for me. Um, Go hit this switch.
1: Do this thing.
0: Um, We hit the switch, and, well, we have to, we hit the switch, and then he gives us a key. There's a lot of does, yelling does, involved
1: back and forth. Yeah,
0: i I um, loved this comic moment where he's shaking you a bunch, being like, "Thanks for helping me out and all this stuff," and talking about, oh, like, "Oh, yeah. I, I'm here for all this treasure." And he's like, "Here, you he give you the key," and then we get the the animation of Link putting the, his hand up in the air, holding the key, but he's all dizzy, and even the music is a little off. And it's like, "Okay, that that's funny. That's really funny. It's a good that, play that, on that's really what great."
1: We and it's because I'm glad it was there to remind me. Uh, because the entire discussion i was just like over it <laughs> because him and yep. him and chella are just constantly squabbling and i don't care uh like cuz she's like you know you you're not really hurt oh i am really hurt Wow, oh, but you're not really hurt but i i am it oh look look how much it hurts and like they're going to keep talking about how much of a coward he is the entire game and i'm just like chella it's cool that's his character it's fine I I was gonna wait until
0: we actually saw him, but Linebeck <laughs> is absolutely Jack Sparrow, like okay, the, sure the, the 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 inspiration in his in, in his face and who he is and the way God, he I acts him more now is is Jack Sparrow from the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Um, it, it, he looks like a a John like if if there was a person playing him in the movie, it would be a Johnny Depp. Like the, that's the look they <sighs> were going for. That's clearly the inspiration they had in this. And that's also the character that he played in those movies, you know, faking that he couldn't do a thing, having someone else do it for him. then when it's done running away, like nothing happened with all, you know, whatever he can grab. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that is that is the character, uh, you know, not not. I never thought of a Han he's Solo. He's successful, but like,
1: though, right? Jack Sparrow, he, he's successful uh, at doing that. If he was
0: as successful as he wanted to be, he wouldn't have to be oh, doing that right like if he actually got the, but the sometimes the it works for I, th-
1: I think linbeck's i'm gonna run back to the boat and pretend to polish it for a while because my leg hurts uh i guess that works for him because he's hanging out with link but yeah i don't know yeah
0: uh he gives us a key we go through hit another switch opens a door we find a big treasure chest in that treasure chest is a map a map of a, a quarter of the 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 world that we're in because we're not it's actually chart. it's a sea chart we're not in the same quadrant or like continental area however you want to call no, that yeah uh, we, as we, we were went out Waker. to do
1: we went out to do our uh our uss enterprise thing
0: right and we inadvertently found a bunch of people on islands and hey, magical look, things. New, new
1: new civilization join uh, our kingdom
0: yeah it's 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 very um it's very much like explorers, where they just stumble across things, right? <laughs> they had plans to do all this stuff, and then they inadvertently find some other
1: people that already lived on this island for years, and mm.
0: we're gonna go and steal all the stuff and smash everything they have. Well, yeah,
1: like <laughs> Tetra gets real insecure at the beginning of the game. She's just like, "Look, stop calling me princess! Like, I'm still a hard ass. Like, it, it's cool." And so, yeah, I think she just kind of like wants to prove. She forgets what we were doing here.
0: Right. So we have the map. Lineback is disappointed that it's just a map. Um, we go back to his boat because he just ran off without us and we're going to go find him again. And then he's just like, yeah, let me, let me see that map real quick. I think there's something up with this. And you got to just like, you got to scratch your map. Mm-hmm. But you don't know, necessarily cool. know like what you're doing. Like it just says like rub the map. And eventually there's a small little corner where some stuff happens.
2: And there's like an animation of Link rubbing it like a scratch off. Is there? I wasn't paying attention to that. I guess. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can see like Link's hand moving back and forth.
1: Well, and um. and it's not just Linebeck that that like Oshu shows up, and, yep. and like at this point I was like, oh no, this is going to be awful because they're just going to both start yelling at each other and talking about how this is bad or something. Um, but yeah, Oshu Oshu's is the one that's like it's a scratch and sniff map. You should check that out. <laughs> we scratch it
0: we find a little spot has a symbol on it a symbol that we we are familiar with uh it, it's it is a symbol that we've seen in previous games uh right like that that sort of flame symbol we've seen that in like it looks one like, of the
1: sages it's it's reminiscent of the uh the pearls from wind waker as well
0: yeah i can't actually remember off the top of my head if it's the exact same shape but that's Basically, yeah. what it looks like, but um, it,
1: it it names Ember Isle, which is, I mean, judging by the rules and standards of Oceanhorn, someone's already told us about Ember Isle, and I was like, I was going to head there use anyway.
0: Rules from that game in this. What are you? I was going to head about? there anyway.
1: It's the only place I I know about, and it's so clearly I can go there because someone told me the name of the island. So well, I was that yeah I didn't need a scratch and sniff map to to tell me to go there.
0: Well, in this world, you do need a map because you do have to figure out like where you're, you you got to plan where you're going ahead of time. Okay, but we're not going to do that in this episode. Uh, no, we're wrapping it up here. Uh, we don't get we're to become to go... a boat. No, we don't. <laughs> in our next episode, we're going to beat the first dungeon. Get on your boat. Travel around. Go to that island, fight a monster, fight a big monster, get an item, and then meet back here, and we're going to talk about it on Chat of the Wild.
1: Boat Edition.
0: Jeremy here, just before we get into the show, wanted to give an update. We have a new tier on our Patreon. That is the Sheikah supporter tier for $5 or more a month. You get a week early access to episodes as well as getting to pick games that you play alongside us. Each month, people in this tier can pick a game that we'll play. We'll stream it on our Discord for everyone else to see. And, uh, it's been a lot of fun. We just played the Rogue Hero Ruins of Tassos game, uh, which is this roguelike, Zelda-like game that, uh, is very similar to the old Four Swords games. It's very chaotic. It's very, very fun. If you want to join up in that, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild. If you can't afford that, we do still have the smaller tier. Just a reminder, people that join in that tier... They get ad-free episodes. They also get access to our side quests episodes, where once a month we record an episode just talking about all the other games that we have been playing. You also get to pick the games that we play in between Zelda games, what we call our Gaiden games, as well as getting a shout out. If that sounds good to you, once again, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild, sign up, support us. We really appreciate it. Anyways, that's all I have, so let's get on with the show.